What's up, everybody? Happy Wednesday. Hope you're being safe, staying inside, and practicing all the uh, social distancing that is recommended by your experts. Uh, special episode for one in the sense that it's our first podcast that we are recording in the safety of our homes. I'm in my home. Rochelle is at her home. And yep. our guest today, Hannah Ann, is also at her home. And a special appearance by one Ranger Rick, Hannah Ann's dad, joins us at the uh, at tail end of the podcast, so be sure to check that out. He is but, not uh, at home. He's in the middle of the forest. <laughs> well, he's still practicing social distancing, so it's totally fine. He's yeah. not. He, he's hit home in, where was it Knoxville? Are they in Knoxville? Tennessee. I don't Tennessee. know. Tennessee. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, thanks for joining, guys. Obviously, um, I know we mentioned to you that uh, this would be the, the Penn Gillette episode, but Given uh, that we got access to Hannah Ann, uh, there's obviously a lot of uh, interest and excitement around uh, you know Hannah Ann's story and her love life, whether she's dating nowadays. And uh, we figured um, the the interview with Penn isn't quite as time sensitive. It's always going to be a fascinating and interesting conversation. So we wanted to make sure we got you uh, Hannah Ann ASAP. Uh, how's it going for you, social distancing, Rochelle? Are you bored? Uh, I've been cleaning like a mad woman. I'm like, every crevice is getting cleaned. Because you're bored or because you're afraid of the coronavirus? I think it's the one thing I have control over at this moment. So uh, what about you? Yeah, you, Nick thinks he has coronavirus. Since that uh, news of Colton came out, he's like, I think I have it. Well, no, like a couple days before that, I've, I've been experiencing some some symptoms, uh, specifically uh, in my lungs. Uh, it's a little scary. I've talked to my doctor, uh, but thankfully, I uh, my symptoms are mild. I just have some slight shortness of breath, and I haven't been experiencing a fever. But uh, it's weird, you know. If, if people are interested in symptoms that are uh, that people, you did might have, have a fever, or you don't. I don't have a fever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think when was it Wednesday or Thursday? I think it was Thursday night. I was sometime in the middle of the week. I I had chills and uh, not chills, but I had the sweats. Yeah. But I don't think I had a fever. Maybe that was it. And then uh, I just felt a little off. And then it was more the in my lungs. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so I just like I felt a lot of chest pressure and then sh- some shortness of breath. Like if I talked too much, it's a little bit better now. But so uh, obviously, like I, I called around to see if it made sense to get tested. But the more people I talk to, uh, who are kind of. Uh, uh, first responders and dealing with this. Uh, I talked to my doctor, you know, my symptoms were mild enough. Obviously I'm not at risk in terms of my age and I have a healthy immune system because tests are limited. I just thought they recommended and it seemed best that uh, I didn't get tested to save the test for the people who might be in more need. And since I've been social distancing and basically in isolation since uh, late Monday night, I would, that's what I would do anyway. So I'm going to just continue to act like I, I could have it and I might have it, which I honestly, that's what people should be doing out there because um, a lot of young people might not even notice their symptoms. Uh, uh, and, you know, it's a, this is a very serious thing that we can all do our part to try to improve the situation we find ourselves in. Uh, I saw something today about just how much more contagious uh, this virus is relative to the flu. A lot of people are out there saying, oh, well, it's just like the flu, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and there was a stat on the normal flu. If, if you have it, uh, the average person might, uh, give that flu to 1.3 to 1.4, uh, people on average. Uh, so that if it passes on 10 times that, that initial person would have given it to 14 different people. Um, 
the coronavirus, uh, on average, three uh, that a person would give it three times. So if you exponentially put that by ten, it's something like pat. You could, as a single person passing it on, could give it to fifty nine thousand people, which shows the stark difference in terms of how much more contagious this is. So. I'm only saying that because uh, I've, man, I had, I've heard stories about friends who live in different parts of the country. Um, you know, now it seems like all places have bars and restaurants closed, but uh, when they have been closing them, uh, my one friend, they were telling me that uh, people acted like it was New Year's Eve. You know, it's like, oh, the bars are closing. It's our one last night. I mean, and that's just not socially responsible. We have to, we have to not do that. So just want to emphasize enough that people should just be doing their part and, and protect each other. And the sooner we do that, the sooner we'll get through this. Yeah. And distract yourself with this interview with Hannah. Ann. Yeah. And this is, there's no, no, no Corona talk on, on going forward. It. Yeah, this is it. Um, but uh, just a fun conversation with Hannah and she was great. And we get an update on her love life and uh, a little bit more about uh, kind of the things that went down uh, with the breakup with Peter and, and, and we get uh, Ranger Rick's point of view as he joins us at the end and uh, just a fun, uh, a fun interview. So I guess without further ado, again, guys, thanks for your patience. I hope that the sound quality um, is uh, almost the same. And thank you for continuing to listen uh, during these uh, strange times. And then uh, we'll keep pumping out episodes. We do have a couple episodes already previously recorded. So you might uh, uh, next Monday, Monday's Ask Nick is something, uh, one that we already recorded uh, a little bit ago. Um, and we'll just keep pumping these out and uh, go from there. Without further ado, Hannah Ann. Hannah Ann, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Nick? I'm I'm good. It's nice to uh, meet you virtually. Um, I know. First and foremost, are you staying inside and practicing social distancing during these uh, interesting times that we are all in? Yes, I am. And actually, like the past couple of days, since I recently just moved to LA, um, I've just been unpacking. So it hasn't been that bad but i feel like today i'm going to start getting like cabin fever so you just moved to la yeah i just moved to la right before the lockdown <laughs> like was it right before did you move to la before uh, afr or after right after afr like i just had a one-way ticket and right after um filming that next day i moved to my apartment where were you well hold on let's 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 talk about your. What's uh, your address? <laughs> no, no, yeah, um, but uh, no, but uh, how, I mean that must have been a bummer. Uh, you're moving in, and all of a sudden the world stops a little bit. I know. I'm like moving to LA, ready to start life, and then it, you know, not starting. You're kind of stopping, but at least I'm in my apartment, and it's really actually been nice just to like be isolated from people and just like have time just to have a breather, relax. Um, I got to say, it's, take it was, in everything. Well, it depends, it pros and cons, right? Like uh, on one yeah. side, you just finished the season. And um, if, if, if you like attention, it's definitely, you'll never get more attention in that moment. On the flip side, if, if, if it's overwhelming and sometimes it's a little bit of both, yeah. uh, this is certainly like the easiest way to have people not, uh, be all up in your business. Right, right. And it just is nice just to like be in quiet because there's so much like anticipation leading up to like the day where I can finally like peace out on the season. Like so excited for that moment. But also, you know, it took like a lot of energy and like 
just a lot of emotions built up. And so I want, now that it's over, it's just nice to like, just be alone and decompress. And how how are you, how are you doing now? Like what's on a yeah. scale of one to 10, what's Hannah Ann's mental state and, in terms of her kind of relationship well-being? My relationship well-being, I'm like an 11, honestly. <laughs> I'm doing really well. I think I hit, when you've hit like rock bottom, Mm-hmm. anywhere above that you you feel great you feel stronger and like I've had you know several different setbacks in life it doesn't just have to deal with you know a breakup just setbacks that I've had um personally or financially or um you know with my family so it's part of life and you just kind of have to roll with the punches and keep on trucking forward hmm. what kind of setbacks I- have you had because I when I look at you I just think oh she's perfect she's had a perfect life you know yeah Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I've definitely haven't had a perfect life. I mean, my family, we've had deaths in the family. We have different. um, We've had a family member that's been ill. Um, So setbacks in regards to that, like my life has not been perfect at all. Um, But it's all about taking it for what it is, you know, especially where life is at. It's not where I thought it would be, but it's what's been handed to me. And you just got to work through it. Yeah, I think that's a it's a great way to, to to say it. Also, like it's always kind of a weird thing too, where um, you feel like you have to defend uh, yourself. Um, in your case, where yeah. uh, if you say you've been through something, and and people will be like, "Oh, you must have a a perfect well life," or whatever that means. And do you get did, did that make you defensive with some of the like criticism from the show in terms of uh, coming across as almost uh, well-spoken or you know, other than finasco or whatever. But, uh, but you know, you were, you seem very measured throughout the show. And did that bother you that um, people took that as a, a negative thing sometimes? Yeah. Um, what, in regards to the show, yes, it's for entertainment, but I wanted everyone to see all different sides of me. And because I wanted it to be, you know, a love story. I wanted it to be as if I was, as if, as if I wasn't on a TV show. So everyone was able to see different sides of me, you know, the side that, you know, with the champagne gate or the side of me being emotional. I wanted to truly treat this as an opportunity for Peter to really get to know me. So in the end, um, if he did choose me, which he did at that time, um, he was able to get to know me the best that he possibly could. So he knew what he was getting. Um, so in regards to people thinking I was, you know, measured or perfect um I mean everyone has a right to their own opinion I I tried to always be myself but try to be just kind of even kill not get wrapped up into the drama or the emotions of it not live my life by how I feel but you know add reason to any situation that's good I so it's funny because I was thinking about this and one reason uh, I wanted you on the podcast is because because I was the two-time runner-up uh, I feel like I have this, there's like a, a bond that I have with people who are, who are runner-ups. And I kind of thought to myself, in my mind, I had you as the runner-up, but yet you won. And so how, do you feel like you're the runner-up? Like, how do you take it in terms of, I don't know, it doesn't really ultimately ultimately matter, but like, technically, there really isn't a runner-up this season. Uh, yeah. But yet, you know, I feel like when it was all said and done, you know, America had to watch 
Peter break up with you in these, in at least for a short period of time, uh, pick Madison. Right. I think the term winning is kind of taken out of hand at times because for me, it wasn't about winning. It was, you know, winning Peter's heart and staying sure. forever with him. So if that's winning to people, then no, I guess I was a runner up to that. But my takeaway is, um, it was know, more like, I it's kind of like, yeah, I kind of almost take it like the last person who was broken up with by yes. the lead, which yes. technically that would be you. Um, <laughs> technically that would be you you're the one that got done uh, um, but how yeah how do you how do you how, what do you how, how do you see it sorry i'm gonna interrupt it, one it, second nick you gotta pull that uh screen thing down see the black thing in front of the mic can you pull it down this thing yeah pull it down yes perfect there now we can see your face that's better okay continue Thank you, Rochelle. Um, uh, yeah, so how, to being, do, you, do you see it that way? Um, no, I don't see it as me being a winner or a runner-up. I see it as me finding myself more and okay. learning about who, uh, learning more of who I am and what I want. And that's kind of how I see. It. I don't put it in a category as runner-up or winner or loser. You know, I gained a lot of personal growth from the experience, and that's what I walk away from. Well, that's, All right, that's, that's what I walk away with. Uh, love and better help people. Um, some of our friends of show are fun and they, uh, they are entertaining or give us good food or healthy habits. But uh, we talk a lot about mental health on this show. We're big advocates and supporters of it. And we know how sometimes challenging and scary that can be to kind of uh, take that leap and find the right person. Well, BetterHelp uh, does such a fantastic job of doing that right out of the convenience of your home. You can literally do it while you're traveling. There's no time or place you you can't get better help uh, with better help. Um, so if you've ever uh, wondered about getting a, a mental health uh, help, uh, you wanted to talk to a professional, whether you're dealing with you know, really anything, maybe it's a breakup, maybe it's depression, maybe it's anxiety, uh, maybe just, you know, you're just lonely. You know, there's really no, you don't need to have to, uh, have a certain reason to, to talk to someone about your mental health. So, um, it's an amazing app, uh, big supporters of it. Uh, and again, super easy to get and convenient. If, uh, they, they you'll take a quiz, uh, they'll, uh, kind of align someone with your needs. If you happen not to like them, you can always switch. It's, it's super great. Um, can't say enough about it. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. The Vial File listeners get 10% off your first month with the discount code V-I-A-L-L. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Simply fill out, out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Well, people, I know we are, are very uh, health conscious right now in the world and obviously trying to keep uh, ourselves and our families healthy. Uh, always a great time to do whatever you can to make yourself healthy. Uh, obviously, natural habits and uh, our essential oils, we're big believers in them. Just uh, obviously, we want to make sure we're giving the right information in no way, are, you know, and there's a lot of misinformation about essential oils out there, and we never want to mislead people. Uh, just so, to be clear, when it comes to, obviously, protecting yourself from getting sick, essential oils will not in any way uh, stop you from contracting any type of virus. Uh, they don't, they're not a cure for uh, those types of things at all. But uh, they do have properties can, that can help uh, boost your immune system, and whether it's drinking water, taking vitamin C, 
uh, eating right, getting rest, all these things, not smoking, all these things we can do to, to make sure that we're healthy. Um, and so that if we are unfortunate and we do get sick, our bodies has, can increase their chances of doing that. So uh, right now, our Protect blend that is good for immune boosting, uh, we are, uh, you know, while supplies last, doing a sale. Uh, we're doing 40% off um, you know, Protect blend, both in the uh, 15 milliliter pure essential bottle or if you want it uh, on a roll-on form um, with a whole oil in it and you can convenient carry it with you anywhere. Discount supplied automatically. Just uh, buy any Protect blend. It does not uh, include the bundle. Um so check us out at nhoils.com. Again, that's the Protect Blend, uh, 40% off, uh, nhoils.com. Stay healthy, uh, and uh, yeah, we love you. So, all right, so uh, Hannah Ann doesn't consider herself the runner-up. Do you consider, now there's an argument to be made, Hannah Ann, that, yeah. uh, like, I don't doubt your sincerity at all. I mean, but mm-hmm. you could also argue that you were, you were the winner in terms of like, as it all played out, um, are like, are you, I guess what I'm trying to say is you got engaged to Peter. Um, it seemed, and then it seemed like Peter did you dirty, so to speak. Right. Maybe not intentionally. Again, I'm, I mean, I like Peter, but in that moment, it, uh, you were the, um, uh, you had a bad beat, like, it, yeah, you were you were the sympathetic person, right? So, uh, and now you're single, and now you're out there, and now you've moved to LA. So, are you after it's all said and done? I mean, I guess whether technically you whether you're a runner up or not, like, did it, did this all was this the best case scenario for Hannah Ann, or or are you still dealing with the heartbreak? No, this is the best case scenario because I can't. No one needs to be with someone that's not going to give them their full heart. So, yes, this is the best. I believe I walk away, you know, being in the best spot because he wasn't, you know, Peter wasn't all the way there with me. He wasn't giving me 100% of his heart. Was I, you know, during our breakup, I even said, I will stay with you. Even if it like killed me, I will stay by your side. I just need to know you're going to give me your full heart. And when he said he couldn't. So why no. did you, why would, what do you mean by if, if, even if he broke up with you, you'd stay with him? Why'd you no, say No, uh, what I was meaning is not if he broke up with me. It was more of like, I will stay with you despite how hard this is going to be. Cause that's sure. the commitment and choice I made. Um, and when someone can't give me that return, you know, that's when I feel like it's okay to walk away. And, you know, I have a lot of peace with that because, you know, I do know what I deserve and, it's not to be half loved. So question, I uh, I got together with Peter. I don't know if it was, I think it was late December. It might have been early January, yeah. but it was like right when the show started. And it was kind of one of those normal conversations of, and Peter was very protective of his choice. He seemed very happy at the time. He seemed, you know, drained from the experience, but him and I were just kind of shooting the shit with a couple friends. And, uh, he did mention he was in a relationship, right? And so he was, one thing he did ask me, he was just like, you know, what are my thoughts about, you know, he's like, I'm talking with my person about, you know, moving to LA and living together. And, you know, what did you and Vanessa do? Did you guys live together, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so now that you're moving to LA, were were you always planning on moving to LA? Or, or once you guys broke up, that, were you reconsidering that decision? Like, were you and Peter ever talking about living together in LA or anywhere else? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
my plan was to always move back to LA. I've spent some time here prior to the show. Um, really, our futures were just aligning up. You know, in my eyes, at least, I thought our futures were aligning up perfectly. And so we did speak about moving in with each other, but um, I was always going to move to LA regardless. Um, I really didn't have to change much of my future plans. Gotcha. But I'm in LA now and... Um, <laughs> when when, <laughs> uh, when, <laughs> when you... Peter, uh, <laughs> thank goodness for that. Are, are, do you, uh, do you, that, that would have been a really good TV show. Exes living together. <laughs> yeah. Well, would you have, what if Peter, if Peter would have said, Hey, I want you to move to LA. I want to live with you. P.S. I live with my parents. How do you feel about that? Was that, would, was it discussed getting your own place? Were you even considering moving in with the uh, Webbers? Like what was, what was going on there? <laughs> I love the Webbers. They are the nicest. I mean, family. Barb his, clearly his loves family, you. His, his family's a bonus. Um, truly, I, I always saw his family as like a gift. Um, yeah, you know, they seem great. I thought Peter was a, you know, at the time I thought Peter was a gift, and I thought his family was just like the most amazing addition. Um, as, I mean, we like obviously we were only engaged for two months, so it wasn't even like that serious of a conversation. But yeah, we did talk about you know different options of what we would do and. And definitely it would be in LA, not in Westlake where his family's at. But gotcha. Okay. So I, what, I do love his family though. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and again, like part it was wild watching AFR and what 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 we what we know to be clear is that Barb loves Peter and she's very yes. protective of Peter. Except the only Peter person that she might love more is you because she oh, was gosh. she was like shaming her son on national television. Uh for the benefit of you, which was I thought was was pretty wild. Have you talked to Barb at all since the uh, the show ended? No, no, we haven't no. spoken. Uh, which is crazy because really, like, I had the breakup with Peter that I had to kind of, you know, grieve and move on from. But also Barb because I just I adored her and she's just such a good person and was you know really a great um, who I considered almost a second mother to me, um, but. Moving on from that, I knew I just had to isolate myself from like anyone close with him so that I could, you know, focus on moving forward, which was hard at the time. When you guys, uh, so after Peter proposed and you said yes, Mm -hmm. like that's a weird, it's like a weird couple days, right? You have your, like, for the people who don't know, you you immediately kind of have your, what they call like happy couple weekends. It's like your very first happy couple and you're, you know, they, They'll put you up in a nice house, you know, wherever, wherever, you know, for you guys, Australia. And then that's a weird, like, especially at first, because you like the show just kind of ends, right? Like you go from this crazy show and everyone's like, all right, well, bye. Good luck. Happy engagement. And then, you know, you might be with a couple producers who are like making sure you have food and supplies, et cetera. But like you're off camera, you give you your phone, you give your phones. Like I know, uh, I, I you know I listened to a little bit of your podcast on Happy Hour, and you mentioned how you know Peter obviously didn't get into much detail about the uh, Madison and the whole breakup. But what were some of the things you guys talked about, like right after the engagement, mm-hmm. in terms of like kind yeah. of processing the whole experience, and what questions did you have, and at what moment did you feel like um, things might be a little off, or or you questioned it, or were you guys like in honeymoon phase for those four days? Yeah. So after we got engaged, 
we were able to spend a couple more days in Australia. Of course, we were like in hiding, so we you know sure. had to stay at the house. But we had you know the best couple of days. Uh, really, the questions were just getting to know one another more. Um, like, what's your more of like common question like what's your favorite foods like what's your cell phone number what do you like to do on the weekends you know home you know talking about future plans talking about jobs and like my big move to California um what was really cool is we were able to FaceTime uh, my family which was really surreal you know because I hadn't spoken to my family since hometowns which was wasn't that much time Mm -hmm. um and so we spent a lot of time um FaceTime me my family. We kept it a secret from his family until he got back to um Yeah. So we home. could watch the big reveal. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah, the the big reveal, which I thought was so worth it. Um they were so excited. So really just getting to know each other and um kind of seeing how we are on a day-to-day basis without, you know, the eyes and pressure of cameras around you, which was really nice. Um being outside, just like being with each other without like having these mics on your back and stuff. Totally. So you mentioned you mentioned your dad. Um, I remember like hometown episodes when Peter had a conversation with your dad. Um, yeah. I thought to myself, well, he ha- he has to pick Hannah Ann because if he doesn't pick Hannah Ann, mm-hmm. he's a like your dad might kill him. I mean, he did pick you, so there was that. But how did your parents feel about it uh, when they found out? And then. Mm-hmm. Uh, did Peter talk to your parents at all? Like what was you know, through the process of the breakup? Like what were, what were some conversations, if any, that Peter had with the, your parents? Yeah. So when we got engaged, I, it was really important for Peter and I both, even though we weren't able to see each other, unless it was under a happy couple weekend. Um, it was important to us both for us to get to know each other's families. And so we actually had, our families had like a group message going on. We had like family of nine. And oh, so really? like our families would, you know, just Wait, like the Weber's text and, each other different. Yes. And, well, how do you pronounce your last name, by the way? Sluss. Sluss? Yeah, Sluss. 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 Oh, that must have yes. been fun when you were young. <laughs> Sluss. Yeah. Um, but we had like a family group message going on just so like, our families could feel united, even though we were, wow. you know, so apart you had the, from you each had other. The, you had yeah. group text going on with families, and you're like molding the families together. Me- yeah, yeah. Wow. My family was so excited because um, they knew I was like so in love with Peter, and I, you know, I saw Peter as just like the greatest gift I've ever been given, and I knew that, like. I think his parents always knew that I was always going to like stand by his side and love him and take care of him. And, you know, my parents, you know, believed that from Peter as well. So of course, both families were really supportive and excited and just really excited, you know, for AFR to where our families could like be together. <laughs> that didn't happen. So at what point, <laughs> like at what point on these group texts, was Peter like slowly, because like my family's on a group text. I have like you know, I have 10 siblings and my parents and they're texting all day long. I have, I mean, I'm a dick. I have them on mute and I like, I come in, like, I can't keep up because like, honestly, lots of times they're texting about things that are going on in Wisconsin. And it's just like, yeah. this doesn't relate to me. Was Peter, did Peter like mute himself at some point? Like at what point was Peter like responding less and less for you were getting worried about like, is, is Peter gonna, I mean, at what point did you sense that there might be something off with Peter? And then did it reflect um, in his yeah. group text messages? <laughs> did it reflect in group messages? Um, the, you know, the, you know, things that Peter had told, you know, my mom and my parents, my 
family felt confident that he was, you know, going to stay by my side and like support me as well as I'm supporting him through this awkward time of, of the show airing. So my parents didn't pick up on anything, you know, the times that they did speak, um, times that I picked up on things was when the season started. Um, and that was when the whole, um, wishy-washiness kind of began. So when the season started, he, he got weird. Yeah. 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 Like what way? And I'm like, oh crap, oh crap, something's about to go down. Sure. But, like, how, how, but how? But <laughs> how? Like, what specifically though? Um, as the season started, you know, it was difficult for me because we're still getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, um, no. we're doing long distance. It's a, it's a hard, to, yeah. It's hard. You know, it's very hard. You're trying to get to know each other, and you're trying to fill each other out, and how like really kind of get into the rhythm of how we talk through different problems we're having. So, um, you know, conversations kind of started about his struggles of watching the show. Um, but it was very downplayed. Um, he, you know, asked me to stay by his side, asked, you know, you know, telling me that we're going to get through this, you know, telling my mom that he was going to stay by my side and support me that we were going to get through this difficult time. He was having trouble processing his emotions more geared towards that. Um, there'd be like little peeps of it that were more of a red flag here and there. But at the end of the day, you know, he was my partner. And if someone's asking me to stay with him, I'm going to stay with him, especially during this circumstance where you're, far apart you're having to watch your fiance on tv he's doing all this press it's a very awkward time so just out of curiosity did you did you have because i'm just listening to you talk right and it sounds like as someone who was in peter's position and who got engaged um how can i say this uh, eloquently uh, you seem to be a very calming presence for peter right I didn't have that experience it was more the other way around where and again in fairness to uh, people in your position or Vanessa, it's like it's very hard to be the winner. I've, I've said this, it's sometimes the hardest yeah. because uh, you can't tell, you know, you have this experience with all these women on the show. Uh, you kind of feel alone because like you can't tell them. And if they ha- even sense that you won, there's a little bit of, I don't not jealousy, but competing, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I spent a lot of time um, trying to, talk with Vanessa about like trying to calm her uh, when the show started airing like it wasn't yeah. necessarily me having a, a, a change of heart and not that she had a change of heart either it was just a lot of discussions and confrontations and you know quite honestly arguments about the show and yet I'm hearing you talk and it seemed like you were the calming force for Peter while um, he was having uh, peaks and valleys with his emotions. I mean, was that true or did you ever have a, a moment mm-hmm. where you freaked out? Do you freak out, Hannah Ann? Like, no, I, I do. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, we definitely had moments, but we never like argued necessarily. I mean, not that I can remember. We weren't ever like going at it, like fighting. Um, my point was always just like, we always try to put each other, um, like I always try to put myself in his shoes and he always tried to put my, himself in my shoes. And that really helped with us. We were able to see like different points of views and like, yeah, as a bachelor, like I understood he was under a lot of pressure. And like at the end of the day, I always wanted to keep the big picture in mind and, you know, the goal or winning per se is me and Peter walking away from this experience together 
And that's always what was on the forefront of my mind, which helped bring a lot of like clarity when you're kind of having like the anticipation of the season starting or seeing certain like scenes. Yeah. So you just, you seem remarkably level-headed for this experience. And it's interesting because I think sometimes people, uh, again, going back to uh, if you were ever criticized, it was almost because you seemed level-headed. They almost, if, if you had people thinking you weren't sincere, it was be. It was almost because of that. Does that make sense? Where it's just like, mm-hmm. if you're not losing your shit and you're not like yeah. pulling a Victoria F, uh, then you, you can't like, you know, it was like, you know, people were criticizing Victoria, but everyone was like, well, at least she must like clearly mean it because I don't know if she's losing her shit. Mm-hmm. But do you like, did, have you always been this way where you're very level headed and do you, do you have to feel like you have to defend yourself by being that way? Because I, I know I did too. Because like yeah. I, on Andy's season, I was called the, the strategic one, you know, because that was like, well, yeah, I'll just, yeah. I mean, this why I'm doing this because it makes sense. And yet, you yeah. know, you seem so level-headed about your decisions, and um, I, you know, I don't take that as insincerity, but I feel like some people did. Right. Um, like walking into the mansion day one, like I was there for Peter and was going to do whatever that. I could to maximize my time and to put us first. And so whenever like, you know, it got hard during the show or or even afterwards, I always, you know, placed us first and keeping the big picture in mind. Like I didn't ever want to get wrapped up into the show or wrapped up into, you know, the roses. I always wanted to think like long-term me and him, we're going to get through this because I wanted you know, at that time, I wanted to be like Sean and Catherine Lowe. Like I wanted that. Like that's the picture that I had in mind of us even before I got engaged. You know, like I am like, I'm very creative. Like I'm a visual and I always kept that like right in front of me so that I wouldn't get wrapped up into anything. You know, again, you know, at the end of the day, like did it really matter that he was making out with this person or it gave this person a rose before me? It matters, you know, when two people are together and choosing each other every day. That's what I wanted. I mean, listen, that's all it, I it, wanted. It, Someone it, to choose me every single day. It sounds, uh, you sound almost too damn pragmatic where again, like you were the person on the show and it, it, it was like pain, like in a, in a sincere way, oh. painful to watch. Cause you're like telling Peter, Hey, listen, like, Hey, listen, if you have sex with other women, it's you're crying while doing this. Um, but you were like, again, like not like I was very defensive of Madison in that moment saying like, you know, all the things, all the debates on whether she should have said this or should have, she should have said that. I had no problem with Madison struggling with the idea that it bothered her. And it seemed like it bothered you, but you just decided once again to uh, put yourself in Peter's shoes and and say like, if you have to do this, we'll get through it. And I just find it to be, um, like, where does this come from? Have you, like... Well, when I made that statement during Fantasy Suite Week, it wasn't in regards to, hey, Peter, here's your hall pass. No, 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 no. Okay, what did My you state- mean? My yeah. state... No, no, no. Because <laughs> it sounded like a hall pass. No, I was not giving Peter Weber a hall pass. Well, no, what, I'm not What giving- were you doing? Yeah. <laughs> what I would- you know, I was putting myself in his shoes, you know, you do what you need to do to get to where I'm at. And after all this, this is when we truly start. Because right now, this is like, it's open. You're dating other people, you know. This is like your journey with it all. And 
if you just, if you choose me at the end, then it, it will all be worth it. And that's when we truly begin. When cameras are not around, when it's just us. Um, that's where that was coming from. Because I was having like the big picture in mind. Um, I, made the, I made the choice that I thought was best for me and him. Um, but I never wanted to pressure him. Like, that's the thing. I'm not the kind of girl that's like pressuring you to choose me or this. I wanted to make him, I wanted to leave that door so open to where at the end of the, the whole experience, he did everything that he needed, what, you know, whatever that was to where he knows, he knows exactly what he wants. And that's me. So maybe. to avoid a situation that I got myself into. <laughs> it's what's crazy. Like maybe you're just not dramatic enough for Peter. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. Uh, you know, like, uh, I don't know. Maybe Peter's just, he, I know I've I made don't this play mistake. games. Yeah. I'm very like straightforward. Well, it's funny because a lot of people say that, right? Like a lot of people are like, yeah. I don't like drama. I'm not a drama. I'm like, I'm, I'm, but like you, you showed it. You truly don't. And it's almost like maybe that was like too simple for Peter or, you know, but that, and that's a, that's a compliment to you. Uh, but uh, that is wild. Now, before, like, we'll wrap up uh, talking about Peter, but uh, I am more curious about your dad's relationship with him because I know he was really hard on Peter. Not hard on yeah. Peter, but he was very direct with Peter. Yeah. And you had this group chat. Like, uh, before uh, Peter broke up with you, like, what conversations? Did, did Peter talk to your dad or anything? Like, what conversations yeah. did he have or, or, or not at all? Did he just break up with you? So my dad's a lot like me, like we're very direct, like we mm -hmm. don't play games. And so my dad's saying to Peter, you know, don't waste a word. Don't say that to my daughter. Say you're falling in love with her unless you truly mean it. Because, yeah. you know, the family, you know, what the family I grew up in, like words are very powerful. Mean what you say. Um, and so my dad knew that about me. He knew that if Peter were to say I love you or to get engaged to me, how seriously I would take that. Peter didn't listen to my dad's forewarning, Ranger Ricks, but, um, yeah. <laughs> so after we broke up, um, my dad reached out to Peter. Um, uh, just when he, after you broke up? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. After, after we broke up. What do you say? Um, <laughs> because after we broke up, like it was just kind of silent, you know, my parents were like, where do we go from here? Um, so my dad reached out to Peter, um, just wanting to know um, if he was going to like be single or not at after the final rose. And Peter said that basically was saying that he couldn't answer that. Um, so <laughs> I, and so, I was like, so your okay. dad wanted to know kind of protecting you just saying, Hey, listen, it's one thing you broke up with my daughter. Fine. But like, um, he, he, I guess, was your dad just trying to protect you and not have you be blindsided that you were gonna? He yes. was gonna pray it out, yeah. you know, assuming Madison saying, "Oh, I'm in love mm -hmm. now," and maybe even propose, or you know, who knows, yeah. right? Like, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, and my dad was, you know, his point is, you proposed to my daughter on national television, you broke up with my daughter on national television. At least allow her to have this moment in private to know if you are getting back with someone else or who whoever that would have been because it was never very clear to me that we broke up because of Madison you know just like he told my family he's processing his emotions he said tidbits here and there but like it's very it was so downplayed and wishy-washy so yeah my dad did reach out um you know obviously he said he couldn't answer that so 
Um, and I was like, okay, cool. I mean. Did, did you feel like you had your answer when you said, I can't answer that? Like when yeah, he, when he yeah. said that, do you assume that he was talking to Madison? Um, oh, when he broke up with I, you, did I, he, I did he mention Madison? Know. Was it, was like, he didn't say anything about having feelings for Madison still or, or, or did you just act like it was he, a clean breakup? No, no, no. Um, he, you know, there's like, I mentioned, you know, him meeting closure with Hannah Brown and then with, in regards to Madison, he said it was hard to watch his scenes with her. So, um, I, I, I honestly had no idea, but at least I knew that kind of going into it. So for all you knew, though, when he broke up with you, he might have pursued Hannah Brown. Yeah. I mean, I, wow. I I had honestly no idea. I was in I was literally on a roller coaster of so much torn, conflicted and confusion. Like, well, that's wild to think because, you know, we watch the show. Right. And then, you know, we yeah. watch Peter break up with you. Then we watch Chris Harrison go. um talk to Madison and come out, but it's crazy. That's the first time I'm seeing. And yeah, yeah. But it's crazy. I'm just like any other viewer. I'm like, oh. totally. Um, and Chris Harrison saying, I'm like, oh. because it's funny because I just always dismiss the Hannah Brown rumors. as like fun, um, fan theories, obviously. Cause you know, especially when she went on the show, she was at dancing with the with dancing with the stars. So there's no way like she joined the show. But to hear you say that, realizing that you, for all you knew, he could have been pursuing Hannah Brown and not Madison is kind of wild to think about. I mean, obviously he didn't, but you were totally in the dark. And what it probably made as much sense to you as Madison because he literally asked to call uh, Hannah, Hannah Brown and then he broke up with you like a week later. Yeah, it was, it, that was our last happy couple, so like a week or two. Wow. Have you talked to Madison at all? Madison, uh, I spoke with her right after her and Peter broke up. Um, and we're going to plan to go get some coffee who or dinner next who? time she's in L.A. Uh, Madison. So she reached out to me after the breakup. Um, we we were really good friends on the show. Um, really good friends, actually. Are you good and friends? so, yeah. What are your thoughts about uh, Madison? Are we good friends now? I'm definitely open to going to get coffee. I said, hey, let's go get coffee or okay. dinner uh, next time you're in L.A. And we'll go from there. I mean, I think everyone involved just wants to move forward. And me and Madison, we were really good friends on the show. And we'll see, you know, where this coffee date brings us to. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> so what would be interesting coffee what, date? So no cameras allowed. <laughs> are you out there? Are you out there dating now? Like what's uh, you? I know what you went on Ellen. You said you wanted to date Tyler C. We don't know what's going on oh, with Tyler yeah. C. And H- oh, Hannah. Stop. What? No, you don't. Or, or um, I think every girl could say that they have like you know a crush <laughs> on him. Think he's cute. They, yeah. Literally, they just asked me who I would date or who I would think is cute from like so that was bachelor nation that was more anecdotal not like serious yeah yeah it's not like Tyler Cameron no I was just like he's cute he's hot I think everyone would agree to that gotcha are you actively dating I know you said it you know Mm and you're out there you're like ready to mingle like how I mean other than obviously right now we're all kind of stuck in our homes but Hey, yeah. you you can go on dating apps. You can slide into people's DMs. People can slide into yours. Like, how <laughs> how active are you out there? Like, really, like trying to mingle right now. 
Yeah, really trying to mingle on the FaceTiming and texting <laughs> since I'm quarantined. I mean, um, yeah. I, fun fact, I actually haven't been out on like a legit date yet because before all of this was right before AFR and like I was just, you know, going out with like friends, um, couldn't date anyone obviously because I could have still been engaged. Um, and now I'm definitely getting to know some people. There's one person in particular I'm excited to go on a date with after. Oh, so you have like, you've set up a date. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm getting to know different people, but there's one person in particular I'm really excited. Can we name, can we name, are we not naming names yet? Um, no, this is going to be kept private until. Uh, is a, is it a normal person or does he have, uh, more than 10,000 Instagram followers? (laughs) Um, I'm sure he does. (laughs) he's he's someone that's been really nice and i'm excited (laughs) to get to know more and it's weird because like when i'm actually liking someone now it's not not the whole world knows about it like it's nice just to like have private conversations slowly get to know someone and not have everyone know every detail but we're still in the early stages like you're not you're not you're not exclusive with this person, and you're no, and you're I'm inviting not be other people. De- and during quarantine <laughs> time, you're you're open to other uh, random gentlemen reaching out to you. Oh yeah, I'm not going to be exclusive for a while. I'm getting to know <laughs> lots of different people. Did, um, did this? But I will say one person in particular DM? that I'm excited to go on a date with after all this is over with. Um, really excited okay. about it. Did what, he slide what? into your DMs, or how did he make yeah. it move? He did. He okay. The move was he slid into my DMs, and I was like freaking out. I was like, oh, oh my gosh! Oh, so oh. Like someone cool. Oh. Okay. okay, yeah, yeah. It's definitely someone cool. I'm like, oh, you're so hot. <laughs> was uh, I'm uh what's what's their profession? Oh, oh, uh, actor for sure. Actor. What's what's their profession? I can't because it's gonna give it away. How is it gonna give it away? Leonardo DiCaprio, you guys. (laughs) It's it's no one I've been seen with, but it is someone that like I'm gonna try to keep this private. But we just want a profession. He's an actor, Nick. (laughs) He's a famous actor. I don't know. Oh my god, Hannah and Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh my god. (laughs) Isn't isn't he in a relationship? Yeah. You Hannah might be a little too old for Leo. No. Uh, no, well, I'm, but I'm still like I'm not exclusive. I'm gotcha. not going to be exclusive. You're for just a while. you're excited about this, you know, hot, semi maybe super famous actor, hunk guy who's uh, he, he might not even be an actor. He, he might not be. He could be a musician or an athlete. You know, they say this is like a good. It's a fun time to get to know someone because you really like it get is. to know them without any of like the sexual stuff. I I totally agree. I mean, for all the people, I think this is. I mean, obviously with quarantine or self isolation, there's some certainly drawbacks, but totally you can like if you are talking to someone. I'm surprised. Like you, like are you guys texting this guy? Are you FaceTiming because Rochelle's yeah. right. This is a great time to like you know, play 20 questions, have a conversation like this. You can really get to know someone like removing any type of sexual tension, especially for you, someone who's trying to like be a little low key. Certainly um, you have a lot of privacy texting or FaceTiming. Are you, are you trying to take advantage of that? Yeah, it's actually really nice. So I could like really get to, you know, know the person before like we go out on a date or you know go on a walk to where i'm like uh, i'm really interested into this person you know before like possibly you know 
being seen or whatever. Gotcha. Hey, I got one question about Peter I forgot to ask you, and then we'll keep going into your <laughs> Back current- Back on to Peter. Your Why? Love life. Why? No, no, no. One more question. Kill me with these but Peter like, questions. It was really interesting <laughs> when the uh, when Peter- Peter was very- um, even proud and very loud about no one's going to spoil this season, right? Yeah. And so uh, when the season ended, he was engaged to you like kind of like any other normal season. The fact that Madison laughed, okay, whatever, like that doesn't really matter. Like when people say spoiled is like, is The Bachelor engaged or with someone? Did that bother you at all that he was saying this? Or like when he said that, like, did it make sense to you at first that he was saying this? in terms of no one's going to spoil it? Because it, did, it, did it mean seem like he was planning on breaking up with you? You get what I'm saying? Oh, it's like, gosh. Yeah, why is yeah. it like, why aren't people going to spoil this? Like, your family knew. Some people knew. Like, yeah. how is he so certain that it wasn't going to be spoiled? Okay, that's a good question. Um, no, I did not get that at all. So, Peter and I, he didn't... I don't think... Peter didn't get engaged to me with the intent, this is what I'm going to do to make it an ending no one can guess. It was no, more I, of... Yeah, I don't, we we agreed we were not going to say anything, not even to our closest friends. And when I would actually like travel for Happy Couple, I would wear a wig, and I had like a secret name. So like what, when what we were talking on the phone, <laughs> what was um, your name? Had, yeah, yes, um, I had a blonde wig, <laughs> and I called him Josh, and he called me Avery. Okay. So yeah. like he would always just call Aww. me Avery. So yeah, I was Avery, and he was Josh. Josh and Avery. Um, and so like we had like code names and so we were just very committed, not telling any of our friends. And you have to think if you tell one friend, they might, you know, have a fun night out and might say something. So that's where that was all coming from is that we were not going to say a word. I was wearing my wig whenever I went to go see him. We, we didn't even call each other our actual names. We, we had fun with it. Oh, all right. As weird as that might sound. No, it's just like... <laughs> but I'm not yeah. Avery anymore. I don't ever want to hear me call that name again. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> I mean, it, it was just kind of interesting because like, you know, like Vanessa and I did that. I called her Mindy. You know, I I think she... I don't forget what she called me. Mindy? Uh, Mindy. Mindy Mays was her name in my phone. Oh, wow. oh really? Um, I, don't, I don't know how I came up with that. Um, But yeah, it was just interesting that Peter was so certain of it. And the fact that it played yeah. out the way it did is almost like ironic or coincidental, you know, because like had so you guys ironic. not had you guys not broken up, it would have been like someone was going to find out, I would think. I don't, I know. don't know. I mean, typically in the past, you know, people find out from like I don't know, people. family or yeah. friends, you know, someone will say something um and literally it was only like our immediate family that knew, not even our closest friends, which was so weird cuz like I came back and my best friend would be like, so what happened? And be like, I can't say, I can't say. And, it, you know, that was so hard just not being able to, you know, even at first I was keeping an exciting secret and a, a secret that was that I couldn't wait to share with the whole world, my happiness. Mm-hmm. And afterwards I was keeping a secret that was even harder because I was sad and I was yeah. like going through like a breakup and just the anticipation of just knowing the whole world was going to know and like, you know, have their different opinions on it was even harder. Cause it's like, I'm keeping a secret. That's not exciting. So it's well, not for painful. you. It was very exciting to watch though. Sorry. It was, <laughs> I'm glad everyone got some entertainment out of, uh, out of 
my breakup. So were you n- were you bummed that they like announced the Bachelorette so early? Because it seemed like you know by the time the finale came, everyone was like on board Aww. for you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah any other season, it might have been you. Um, I am not ready. Um, for that. In what way? Um, I'm not ready to. You know, I'm still. I moved on. But also, it's different. Like, right now, like, dating, no one knows about it. It's private. But to be dating publicly, again, um, on such a national scale, dating not just one person, but 20-plus different guys, that's a huge responsibility. And if I were to ever do that, I would want to be just so emotionally and mentally strong to where that I could take that on because – you know, like I always said, putting myself in Peter's shoes. And that was a big responsibility. Like, that's a lot of filtering through so many different personalities and emotions. So and that would have been really hard to, like, do that turnaround. Had they asked you to be the bachelorette, you would have said no. <laughs> yes. No. Fine. I, I, have to, I have to believe you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have to think. I mean... That's a huge responsibility dating oh, no, so it, many different guys. Yeah, I mean, it really oh, is. It's just hard. It's uh, also I hard just got for people engaged, to say no. You know, no, I, I get it. Engaged, yeah, no, you know, like I was very, like, in my mind and heart, I was already thinking in the future for us, and so it's like losing the person I thought he was, but losing the future I thought I had, and that's you know, it takes some time to kind of you know get back on your feet, and which I have. Um, do you think knowing I, what I want to date just one person right now? <laughs> do you think knowing what you know now about Hannah, uh, Hannah Brown and Peter, do you think Peter should have said no to being the bachelor? Uh, uh, no, I, I think if, you know, Peter and Hannah Brown, <laughs> not me, were meant to be together, um, something would have, you know, worked out for them. I just mean more um, in the sense like yeah. what you just described, why you would have said no to the bachelorette being like you were, mm-hmm. you know, pro- still processing the breakup, even though you're dealing with it. Yeah. Like it, and Peter admitting to you that he was still processing uh, his feelings for Hannah. Do you think Needing he would, do you think he was emotionally ready to, to take on the responsibilities, as you said, of being the bachelor? And do you think that played yeah. a role in how, you know, messy the season got? Yeah, I mean, this past season was really messy, but, you know, Peter did the best that he could. I don't know if I could say he shouldn't have been The Bachelor because I don't ever want to, like, take that away from him or minimize, you know, his feelings uh, because he did, you know, the best that he could and he'll find love in a different way. (laughs) Well, it's very, very, very nice of you to say for... I know. I just, you, you know, you seem like, yeah, you, you seem okay with it. And yeah, you, know, you were, I mean, you were a little tough on Peter at, at AFR. Um, you know, I, you could have said whatever you wanted. Everyone was going to agree with you in that moment. Uh, but have you, now that's a few weeks have gone by that do you still, do you still stand by all the things that you said to Peter? Uh, or, or do you, is your heart a little softer about the whole experience? Or both. No, I stand. Um, I stand by everything I said to Peter. Yes, this is a TV show, but also this is my life, and I needed to do and say what I needed to where I can move forward after. And like I've had like my final piece, and that's what I did. Um, did I was I aware that everyone was going to have different opinions? Yes, and 
everyone has a right to that. But I did what I needed to where I could be like, peace out. Okay. I said what I needed. So now that you are excited about this new musician slash actor slash uh, person in Hollywood. Not a musician. I'll say that. <laughs> okay, not more. We're narrowing it down. All right. So back to actor. Uh, race car driver, maybe? Um, it's Leo. I picked it. I guessed it the first time. It's not Leo. Isn't he in he's in a relationship? <laughs> Everyone's gonna be like going on their phones. Like <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm fine. I am solid. fine to spread the rumor that you're <laughs> that Leonardo DiCaprio slid in your DM if you want to go with that. <laughs> um so does this mean like uh are you actively hoping to maybe be hanging out with someone that when uh I mean who knows when they're gonna film Paradise? Oh, you know, but uh, is that something that's at least on your radar uh, to consider or or not? Um, Paradise, I, I'll i see closer to the time where I'm at. Um, I'm not going to close the door on any opportunity, but before getting myself into anything, I want to make sure that I'm ready because it's a lot to take on. It's a lot Paradise different. Is a li- it's, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. I heard it's Paradise fine. is, well, Paradise is a lot different. Um, it, it, were you, weren't you on Paradise? Yeah, I was on everything, Hannah Ann. <laughs> <laughs> you are the king of Bachelor. <laughs> uh, Paradise is fun. It's a it's a lot yeah. of fun. If if you are uh, if you are single and open to oh, I'm gonna be single for a while. And slightly, I mean, you, you can be kind of open to meeting someone. You don't even really have to be that open to meeting someone. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's a lot of fun, and you might be surprised. It is interesting if they you know assuming when they get around to shooting Bachelor in Paradise. Like everyone's available, Madison, Hannah Ann, Victoria F. Like because Claire's the Bachelorette. Like everyone's a free agent. Everyone can go on the beach. Uh, yeah. Who would who from your season? Who knows uh, if the beach is actually going to happen though? You know. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah. At some, highly at some doubtful. Po- highly doubtful. At some point, it's going to happen. I just don't know when. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, it could be filmed like in California. Doesn't maybe it doesn't have to be in Mexico. Who knows? But. It'll be on some sort of beach that much when it, when they get around to it. Is there anyone from Paradise that uh, would make you... Is there anyone from your season that would make you reluctant uh, to say yes to if you knew they were going? No. That's no. No. I, I know. I know that's like not a fun answer. No, it's fine. But it... it's honestly just the truth. You're I mean, clearly not, everyone would be fun. You're clearly not dramatic, Hannah Ann. Which is no, funny because, I, like, you're, I, I just like to have a good time. Yeah, but the first two episodes, everyone thought you were going to be like the super villain, and then you mellowed out. Yeah. But <clears throat> you, uh, you seem, yeah. unless you're good at hiding it, you don't seem very dramatic in a in a very positive, great way. Maybe you're just not great TV. Yeah, maybe I'm not good TV. I don't know. That's, that's well, our, we know I that's mean, not I, true. We know that's. I true. mean, my my whole personal life has been. Um, I feel like the past. Not being great TV Four is not a bad thing. Four months has been all, all on TV. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's not true, Nick. But do you think you kind of like push your emotions down? Like, do you feel like you have a habit of just like, oh, everything's fine? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You do? I, I yeah, yeah, tell me, I yeah. Tell, did, is, can you think of a time that you just were so mad that you lost your shit? Like, you're just. What, um, what was the last time you just went off on somebody? AFR, I think, is probably one of the most heated times of like I was. You were heated. still very measured. You were, I mean, again, that's a comment. You were classy. You were very classy. <laughs> no, I was, 
No, I, I mean have, like, um, have you ever pulled? To me. Have you ever pulled like a Victoria F, where it's just like you did some shit, and afterwards you're like, I don't know what happened. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I think I need to do that. Maybe I would have like have had. Maybe I wouldn't be in the position I was in. No, maybe I need no more to pull a Victoria. F. There's no. There, listen, I, I, we have, talking to you here. I really like. Uh, I think it's great that you. Um, it's so hard for people in general to to uh, uh, when faced with conflict of any kind to have their first thought be, "What is it like for the other person?" And quite honestly, uh, most people never get to that point. Uh, and when people do, they're not twenty three years old and they're not twenty four. Usually, that's after. Uh, a few years of dealing with some shit and they're like, you know, they get better at that. So I think it's great that you are like that. It's just, it's always, everyone has their moments and I'm wondering if you've, maybe you haven't had years where you just completely lost it. I don't know. Well, I mean, I think that a lot of that comes from, you know, I loved Peter. I was in love with him and I was wanting to do anything to make it work. And we both were just like, let's put each other Let's put one another first. No, I know. And let's but see where that takes us. So. I think that's, yeah, I, no doubt that you I did. mean, it, it took us down like the wrong path. But I'm saying it's like some people. <laughs> I, think, I'm gonna, I think it's good. But most importantly, this is going to sound crazy, but I believe in the process. Like I believe in the process of being the bachelor or bachelorette and I wanted it. I wanted to honor every step of the way, even the part afterwards where you're having to like look back and watch the season um even how awkward that is i wanted to continue to because it's a choice and commitment that i made and i wanted to make it work and even crazy this is gonna sound crazy like i still believe in it like i still think it could work for people it clearly can because it has but interest interest it's like super ironic but it it takes uh someone like discipline and commitment well it takes someone like yourself who's willing to uh see this experience as unique because what a lot of people um like you know people criticize madison and i see both sides right like i see i've made the argument that like hey listen madison this is the to madison this is a real experience and then she's just trying to make this experience real life because it's going to be real life and some people can't do that um, you had the ability to say, yeah, it's going to be real life. And eventually if I end up with Peter, we're going to make it real. But like, I, this is, this experience isn't normal. And so I can't have the exact same expectations in this moment. And again, like most people in your position haven't had that experience. And it's funny that it takes someone with a mindset that you have, uh, to, to make it, to make a bachelor relationship work. And it's, you weren't really given a fair crack at, at trying to make it work, which is, you know, it's yeah. a bummer, but you seem to have the, the right mindset about it because most people can't do that. I mean, quite honestly, I, I didn't have that mindset when I was, uh, especially in Andy season, I was, I was just like, how do I, like, yeah. she didn't end up picking me, but I was like, man, if she, like, hard. What if, if she's going to have sex with so-and-so, what am I going to do? Can I get engaged? And I, I had all these questions, you know, in my yeah. head that it, eventually it didn't matter, it's- but it was, uh, I'm I'm impressed with your ability to uh, um, to to process this experience the way you have because a lot of people aren't able to do that. Oh, well, thank you. It was funny the other day because I'm you know I'm packing my things and um, it was the first episode of the season that aired. I actually 
I wasn't going to watch. I told Peter, I was like, I'm not going to watch this season. You know, this is about, this is the past and I'll watch our scenes and I focus on me and you and, you know, building our future. So I was going to watch the season. So I actually went out and I did a pottery class with some of my girlfriends and, you know, this is when I was in love and engaged. I <laughs> made um, a ring holder and I put it, you know, Weber on it. I was like, oh, so cute, you know, and it's actually unpacking my things and I see this. Um, ring holder that I made for myself. Now it is the designated shot glass. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I'm like, what am I gonna, what am I gonna do with this um, Weber ring holder shot glass? It's gonna be a shot glass. Did you have to give the ring back? Yes, I did uh, have to give the ring back. Damn it! But I still have Fine. my um, ring holder that I made. That you know, <laughs> and every time I take a shot, I'll think of the sixty days I was engaged. I was sixty I, day fiance. Is like I what still the, uh, that's what I call myself. I have sixty the, day fiance. I love it. I have the ring box. Like, oh, I don't have kept the box. Oh. I don't know why. I can, like I, I think Vanessa left it. Like I think I still have. I actually think it's in this drawer right over here. Um, Go get it. Oh my gosh! Should I? Should I see if I can find it? Hold on. Yeah. Did you find it, Nick? Here it is, Neil. Uh. This is Neil Lang right there. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. So I have my shot glass, and you have. Oh. I have an empty. <laughs> This 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 is very metaphorical. Yeah. It's very symbolic of my life. It's a, an engagement ring that's completely <laughs> empty inside. Um, you know what? It's a. I, I'm I'm glad I have this. It's a. You know, someday it'll be a, a fun story to tell. I'm still. I'm still. I mean, uh, I don't know what I'll do with my shot glass. I mean, it has a big W on it. So. Oh no! I think you should totally keep it. I think it's awesome that you're doing what you're doing with it. Uh, everyone who comes over takes a picture going out yeah yeah, like has to take a shot out of the w ring holder so tell tell me um your like what do you know what your love language is my love language um words of affirmation is it have you taken it yeah so yeah it's words of affirmation i words of affirmation i mean peter likes to use his words so like, he loves to use his words, and I, I, I eat it up. I'm like, oh, really? Oh. Uh, so, so describe, uh, uh, now that you've had this breakup with Peter, uh, what have you learned about yourself uh, in terms of, granted, that was a unique experience, but when you're dating around and this new guy that you're excited that you're yeah. trying to get to know, uh, tell me uh, like qualities in a man um, that... Not not generic ones, but like you know, obviously you want him to make you laugh, and he's nice yeah. and respectful. But like, what are some things that like are quirks about a guy that you really like uh, that you find interesting, or, or you hope to have in your next relationship? Someone that is decisive, very like just knows what they want and has shown that just in like like the little things, like is very like aware and is someone that is like. I'm looking for someone like emotionally really strong, um, whether that's they've gone through like something really hard in their past or someone that has had a major setback and has been able to come back from it. Because I think that's really attractive when someone is very like mentally, emotionally strong um, so that I know that I could be like led in that direction as Do well. You- someone like family oriented as well. 
Obviously. But uh, like, have you always felt that way, or do you think that's? Do you think that's? Uh, I mean, it sounds quite honestly. It sounds like that's something that is a result of this experience, which it makes total sense. But yeah. Um, also, that I mean, it makes sense in general. How do you think you're going to find that? Do you think, uh, like, when you're talking yeah. to this guy, like, how are you going to? Be like, hey, tell me about a time that you uh, things didn't work out for you. Yeah, I think moving forward, it's just going to be like taking things slow and just getting to know the person uh, on a day to day basis um, and just like using my instincts, you know, because I'm able just to be with that person and know that they're not if I do decide like to be exclusive with someone one day, which is very far from now. I'm able to just like, we're just able to focus on each other versus like on the show. I think that was more difficult for whoever the bachelor bachelorette is, which I always was like showed compassion towards because they're managing or they're juggling multiple different. Yeah. You, you seem, know, I mean, relationships. You're, you, you said multiple times on this, uh, this podcast that you were definitely going to stay single for a while. Yeah. And yet you want a guy who's knows what he wants and decisive. So just for fun, if this gentleman actor, Leo guy that you're you're talking to uh you start talking we're in this quarantine you guys are facetiming every yeah. day you're talking a lot and then you know you know hopefully sooner than later we're outside we're going on dates and you're you're able to go on a date with this guy and you you, you hit it off and he's just like decisively hannah ann i'd like you to be my girlfriend are you like, do you think you're going to be like, oh, I don't know. I need some free time. Or are you going to like his yeah. decisiveness about wanting to to commit to a relationship with you? Mm-hmm. I'm going to take things really slow. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to enjoy my free time in essence, just focusing on myself, my family, my friends and see where that takes me. Because I have picked up on that when I am. I'm very straightforward. I don't play games. I either like you or I don't. When I'm with someone, I'm all in. And, you know, I want to enjoy some time just growing my own self before I go all in with someone. You want to have some you know? fun. Because Hit I'm very committed. Like, yeah. I'm very, like, like when I'm in something, like, I jump right in it and I will be with that, you know, I'm very loyal and I'll always stand by that person. So I, I realized that about myself and I want to be more careful next time and, what do you mean next time? What do you mean more careful? I mean, you're on like, The Bachelor. Like, be more careful as in who I'm giving my heart to. Because remember, like, uh, that was kind of like my biggest problem in the beginning of me and Peter on the show was in Santiago. I don't know if anyone, if they remember, you know, I was very guarded with my emotions and my mm-hmm. heart. And I, I guess I need to be more of that since I've been so, you know, burned. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I mean, I don't. No, that's not how love works. You got to yeah. get back in. I gotta get I, uh, again. I got to get right back in it. Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm a big believer. Yeah, I'm going to enjoy some fun. I'm a, I'm a big believer in learning from experiences. Yeah. Like, you know, you saying, hey, uh, I want to, uh, I, I really value decisiveness and someone who's kind of been through it. Uh, not to create more confusion, but to know what they want. And I've learned that from my past relationship. But I definitely agree with Rochelle is that sometimes when we when we face uh, uh, like a heartache or breakup and we feel embarrassment or whatever, sometimes we have a tendency of becoming closed off. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't think people should, right? There's a difference between like having baggage and then learning lessons, right? And so 
but also, it totally makes sense that you want to like, you're still young, you moved to LA, you're in a new city, like you should definitely have your fun. But if you meet someone, you, you meet someone. Like, I wouldn't, uh, I, I don't think you should be more, you know, like, I don't think, you, I mean, this is just my, mine and Rochelle's opinion, but like, you didn't seem more cavalier. And I, I hope that you don't become more guarded because of uh, this experience yeah. um, from the show. And you know what, if you, if you like another guy and you get blindsided again, you know what? You'll you'll recovered once, you'll recover again. But you never want to, right? Like yeah. I don't know. We we don't want to lose the ability sight to, of like our ability to. Yeah, because at that up. point, yeah, it's just like you, know, you turn into me. Yeah, that's <laughs> you're gonna be Nick, unable to feel anything. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 I hope you don't. I, I hope you don't do that, Hannah. Hannah. I hope you. You. I still. I, I, I hope you go out I'm there. I'm just enjoying and, my fun. Yeah. Well, as you should. You deserve to do that. But if you do meet the, a nice guy, uh, I hope that you feel uh, comfortable enough with your own decisions, and you don't. I don't. I hope your experience didn't create any more doubt in yourself, but rather uh, more clarity. Rather. Yes. And if that makes sense. Yes, and it, it definitely has. It's all about like your perspective and what you want to take away from it um so no i i really like your points definitely going to grow myself more and focus on me you know my family and friends i mean because it was like during the show you know i was away from everyone and Mm -hmm. then afterwards um i felt like i was very distracted on me and peter then afterwards the breakup and then now i'm kind of at a place where okay this is a fresh start like I, i really like I, you know, I have peace with how everything's ended and I like where I'm at in life and I'm, I'm going to keep it. I like this rhythm that I have right now. I'm going to keep it like that for a bit. I'm, I think Nick. that's great. I, th- I think that's great. And uh, it may not have been the way you wanted it to work out, but y- mm-hmm. you kind of won the season if there was a winner uh, mm-hmm. just by in terms of if you if if it's like. Oh, Nick. I mean, it's like, you know, you have the sympathy of America, right? Like everyone, uh, everyone's best moment um, and almost always everyone's best moment on that show is when they get broken up with. It never feels that way, but that's really the reality of it. And then obviously that doesn't usually happen for the person who gets proposed to or wins, but you've, you've, you've had it all like, and you got to win (sighs) and then you had like what anyone would consider the worst possible breakup is to think you won and then on national television still get broken up with for the runner up is like, and now you have the freedom to be young and, and still like go out there. And again, not that you wouldn't have been necessarily happy with Peter had he, um, uh, stayed true to what he said to you. Um, but here you are with uh, the world at your feet, so to speak. And, uh, it should be a lot of fun. I have a question. I know you said like, you were the whole plan all along was like to move to LA. And so I'm just wondering about that plan. Like, were you what's involved in that plan? And like, were you always just going to wait until this age to come out? Or what was going on? Yeah, yeah. So um, I've lived in like different cities prior. So like I was living in LA prior to, to the show this past summer. Oh. And yeah, so I, you know, after the show, it was always my plan to come back to LA and to make it more of a permanent move, not a sublease, and to go back okay. to what I was doing prior to, to the show, which is being a model. Um, so really 
coming out to LA, you know, was for my job. Um, and first of all, you know, in the beginning because of Peter and, you know, his family and us being engaged. <laughs> so I was, so. At, <laughs> I was at Whole Foods, uh, uh, like a week ago, shopping, stocking up on food, and yeah. I turned to the right, and there's a whole wall of like workout equipment with Hannah Ann's face on it. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> that's me. She's are out you gonna, there. She's really are you gonna it. do acting too, or just modeling? Um, just modeling. I don't think I'm really a good actor. I don't know about acting. Really, I don't know. You're so in you LA. Have, you have no plans. Mm-mm, no, just you'll gonna. Leave, you'll leave yeah. that to your new boyfriend. No, I do not have a boyfriend. I'm single and I'm loving <laughs> it right now. I mean, the guy that you're like super excited about and and hope to yes. grow. There, there's one guy I'm particularly excited about. Oh, so the, there's multiple guys, is what she's saying. That well, are cute. well, this let, let's like this mystery guy. We don't want him to feel too confident about her excitement. <laughs> no, she's no, still. He's, yeah, so, so he has to earn guy. it. Yeah, he has to earn it. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited, but like, we'll see, you know. Yeah. But I, there's, you know, I'm also single, so it's not like I'm tied down. So. Best place I'm to be. Taking things yeah. slowly. Uh, any opinions on the Hannah Brown and Tyler, uh, whatever that is? Whatever that is, I would definitely root for them to be back together. Because me too. I, you know, especially you know. Being in my position of, you know, an engagement being broken off. You know, Hannah Brown had an engagement that was broken off. Like, I feel for her more in a sense of just that public breakup mm-hmm. um, and just having to, like, face him at AFR. Like, I totally kind of feel where she's coming from. Not the same situation, but, you know, similar and, you know, in a sense. So I would love for her to find love. And if that could be with Tyler, that would be, they would just be, like, the hottest couple. <laughs> what a PC answer. Great. No, it do you is. think they think it's? I mean, do you think that's what it is, though? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you're quarantined together, so you must be comfortable around each other. It looks like they're having fun with the photos I'm seeing online. There you go. It looks like the funnest thing ever. I know. All the rest the of us are like group. in our living room, like we're like. Ugh. They look they're- like so much fun. Like they're smiling and. Um, that would be really cool. I'm sure everyone would go crazy if, you know, they actually got back together and if that's what was actually going on. I mean, they, they have history. That they do. <laughs> you know? They do. Uh, Rochelle, are we, uh, do we have the, any do you know me questions for yes. uh, Hannah Ann? Yeah. Should I you just ask them? Oh, do you text, text them to you? Text okay. them to me. Yeah. Oh, Nick, I meant to tell you, my dad said he would love to come on your podcast. <laughs> He loves, like, he, he wanted me to tell you this. You're the very first podcast he's ever listened to, ever. Uh, he loves your podcast. Let's uh, let's let's make this <laughs> let's make this happen, Rochelle. He he wanted me to tell you that. Oh man, what if I don't know if we have time, but I've been like, even if we get him in this like episode, yeah, just text him the link. Can, would he join right now? Text him the link. Um, Is he at work? My dad just figured out how to download a podcast. <laughs> he literally has to click Thanks on this to link. to you, Nick. He literally has to click on this link. There we oh! go. Oh! Ranger Rick in the house. Rick, how are you doing? 
Hey, doing good. Oh, he sounds great too. Uh, thanks for coming on. We, I'm on the side of a mountain here in Tennessee. You know what? In true Ranger Rick form, <laughs> we appreciate it. Uh, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. Um, so a couple questions for you. Your your daughter, we've been talking with her, obviously, about her experience, and she's been lovely and, and very open, and we appreciate that. But, um, you know, it's been fascinating because obviously you were obviously uh, – uh, you kind of had your, your, your big moment at hometowns and you were very, you were very direct with Peter. And I remember watching it saying, man, like, how is he, how is Peter not going to pick Hannah Ann after you were so specific? Because like, you were like, Hey, don't waste words with my daughter. Peter's like, sure, sir. And then like five minutes later, he's like, Hannah Ann, I'm falling in love with you. And I'm like, well, he must be picking her because he wouldn't do this. Um, watching it back, like you, Hannah, you were you you and Peter were broken up by the time hometowns aired, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So, Rick, what were your thoughts watching it back about that whole experience, knowing that um, Peter, you know, told Hannah Ann that he was falling in love with her, and this was after he's proposed to her, after he broke up with her? Like, what was that experience like for you as, as a father watching that back? Well, just you know, quite honestly, just a lot of disappointment because. Uh, uh, you know, I, I thought Peter was a uh, real and genuine person, and I, I still think that he is. He, I didn't realize how confused he was. Yeah. Until, um, and of course, I, I'm not a person who watches a show on a regular basis, so that was kind of my first experience going back through and, and watching it. I mean, I knew what the show was, and I'd seen it before, sure. but it wasn't a regular show that I watched. So, but anyhow, I think it just showed how confused he was, you know, about who he was as a person and kind of what he wanted out of life and I think he just kind of got caught up into it you know and I just I didn't quite understand it you know yeah no I mean uh were you uh you were you angry at him at all especially after watching the hometown episode or was it just more you know being protective of Hannah Ann probably more so being protective of uh of Hannah you know of course she's our oldest daughter and and uh you know you know, only one really that's, you know, of age where she'd be considering marriage, I would guess you could say. Sure. Uh, so, I mean, you know, when, when, you know, when they broke up and seeing your daughter hurt, it's just like any other child, no matter what, what's hurt them emotionally, you're going to feel that. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say I wasn't angry, but that, you know, the angry phase, like for me, it's like, okay, I'm through that. Let's, let's, let's work on uh, what we're going to do from here. So it's not like some, you know, something that lasted for you know more than about 24 hours with me as far as being angry i mean mean, get it and then then it's what you do afterwards is the most important thing yeah Um, i'm gonna be able to go on and you know of course she was disappointed you know i mean you see a a young girl that goes away like that and you know has i mean i think hannah went on the show for all the right reasons and probably thought that things would work out i mean otherwise why would she have said yes so, uh, I think seeing that level of disappointment in your child is very, you know, it, it just hurts, you know, it just hurts and, uh, seeing her, you know, her hurt that way for several, several days. I mean, it just took a while. Yeah, no, I mean, I've, um, I, I can, I've literally been there so I can, I can only imagine. And, you know, I know when that was happening with me, my parents, um, yeah, my parents were just very protective and, 
um, just wanted me to to get over it. So I I totally get that. Um, Hannah Hannah Ann mentioned that um, uh, after Peter broke up with uh, with Hannah Ann, that you reached out to him just to try to kind of get a sense of where his head was at. Like, is it related to after the final rose? Um, and he didn't necessarily give you an answer that he could, or, you know, I'm sure obviously the show probably asked him not to like, what was your kind of thinking that way in terms of uh, reaching out to him? And I guess that's, it's at least it's cool that you guys at least had a, a, a relationship where you could, you felt comfortable enough to reach out to him, et cetera, et cetera. And, and you talked to him. Yeah. I mean, we had a lot of, you know, um, you know, interaction while they were together. So, I mean, we, I mean, these families were coming together. I mean, yeah. we had, you know, interactions, you know, I'm not talking in person, but over the phone, that sort of thing. Still, uh, with yeah. his family and, and our family. Um, so I just felt like I needed to contact him, you know, one, to let him know how I felt. And, and, and two, just to kind of, um, I, I just didn't want him to do something. Uh, I just wanted my daughter's, I just wanted my daughter to be protected and I was going to be protective of him. And I, and we haven't come out in the public and, 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 uh, said anything negative or bashed Peter. I mean, that's just not what we would do anyway. Yeah. I'm just, you know, we, you know, we just thought it was okay. This thing took place in public. Let's just go ahead and kind of bring closure to it privately. I mean, that's just sure. how I, I, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, it, uh, and it's definitely hard for the parents too, because, um, uh, you know, Hannah Ann signed up for this, so to speak. You you supported her, but like, you know, especially during hometowns, like these families have no idea what's going on. And they just like show up at your house and they start like, and you're just more like, is my daughter alive? Is she okay? What's going on? And this guy shows up. So it's always, it's always very confusing for the families. So, um, you know, yeah. And so everyone's just trying to like uh, make this as a, a real situation. So I, I give you guys a lot of credit, uh, you know, for being so involved that way. You know, it's funny because uh, Vanessa and I, the girl I got engaged to, we were together for eight months. I don't think our families spoke once via text. Oh, no, no. We we, yeah. we spoke and corresponded quite a bit because, you know, we didn't know them and they didn't obviously didn't know us. And, yeah. And all the other boys that Hannah's ever gone out with, I mean, we, we either knew them personally or we knew their families. I mean, you know, very local type dating, I guess. So this was a new experience from that aspect as well. That's, that's cool. Um, that's awesome, man. Like, I, it's great that obviously you were uh, so protective of Hannah Ann. I thought you were a rock star at hometowns. I love that you, you know, were very, very direct with Peter. And I loved, I loved what you said about not wasting any words. We live in a day and an age where it's easy to say things, especially things that we don't necessarily mean. And, and not that, you know, uh, I, 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 that was my exact point right there. Yeah. Don't, don't say a bunch of stuff you don't really mean. Um, so I'm glad that you pointed that out. And again, I'm, I'm a fan of Peter. I, I, I've, I've said this a hundred times. He was in a difficult position, but, uh, I've been there before and I've seen some parents in again, because it's all very confusing. Some parents are just so excited about this atmosphere. They even kind of, um, they kind of, they get caught up in it, you know, in terms of like the camera and the crew and uh, this whole situation. But it was great to, uh, and other fathers have, but it was great to have you have that kind of moment with Peter saying like, you know, very like, do not waste these, uh, these words because I, it's interesting. And when it comes to breakups, uh, on the show or out of the show, like when we do break up in relationships, we have a tendency of thinking about what that person said to us. Like, well, why'd you say that to me? Or what, you know, you said you loved me or are you, uh, or you got engaged. I love what Hannah Ann said. You know, I kind of said the same thing to Caitlin on my season, you know, we didn't get engaged, but 
now Hannah Ann can no longer say, I've never been engaged before. You know, like it won't be the first time. No, it'll be different, but it won't, it won't, you know, that she, that won't ever be the same. And so I, I get it, you know, and it's, uh, it makes a lot of sense that you, you had that conversation with, with Peter. Right. Right. How so. do you, how do you feel about Hannah being out here in LA? Um, we're, we're, we're totally fine with that. She's been out there several times before, like, you know, not for, you know, you know, the, to stay the rest of her life, but she's been out there, you know, I think it was maybe Hannah can correct me on this. I think it was last mm-hmm. summer. She was out there for about three months though. So, and she has, you know, friends out there and, and I think really likes the area. And I think, uh, I think that'd be a good move for her, to be honest with you. She says she's excited about this guy. She's been talking to you. Do you have Nick. any insight? Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm, I'm just kidding, Rick. I'm just kidding. Um, no, but she's, uh, uh, she she's she sounds like she's enjoying the single life in a in a very mature and healthy way. So sounds like you did a great job parenting your daughter, Rick. Oh, Nick. Yeah, Hannah's always been real mature for her age, and and I, something that you probably didn't see or pick up on in the show. You got to remember, Hannah's been out here working on her own since she was fifteen. A lot of people don't realize that. They think, yeah. oh wow, this little cute girl. She's probably never been away from home. I said, nah. We put her on a plane by herself when she was fifteen years old, and she flew to Dallas for her first uh, job with Varsity. That's awesome. Hustling. This girl's been out here working her butt off since she was 15 years old. So, that, I mean, she knows great. what she's doing. Uh, she, uh, uh, just talking to her now, she seems really level-headed, almost too level-headed for her for her own good. And are, are, does she get that from you? Where she seems always very good about, even in the craziest situations, and, and being on The Bachelors, there's not many more situations that are crazy. Um of trying to put herself in the other person's shoes. Uh, I don't, I don't see that a lot in, in people these days, especially, uh, younger people. Uh, where did she get that from you or your mom or your, or your wife? Sorry. I would say probably a little of both, uh, maybe, maybe a little bit Just, more so on my wife's side. Maybe. Oh. But, uh, I, I think she gets it from both of us. You know, you know, her, her mom and I are both very level headed. You know, we don't, we try not to get too excited one way or the other. I mean, I mean, you live on the world. I mean, I'm 53, so I've, I've seen a lot of stuff by now. I don't get too, I don't get too, you know, whacked out about you know one thing or another. You know, well, that's great, man. All right, well, we'll let you go, Rick. I really appreciate you taking the time. Um, great job raising raising Hannah Ann, and um, you know, keep saving the trees and be safe out there. <laughs> All right, thank you. All right, buddy. Bye. 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 That was uh, awesome. Perfect timing. He was great. so excited. He, yeah. he hopped on it like that. <laughs> That's great. All right, Hannah Ann, any final thoughts before we let you go? Um, thank you, Nick, for having me. This has just been a lot of fun, just being able to talk about everything. And thanks for inviting my dad. Yeah, <laughs> okay. we, I love loved having Rick on. Uh, well, I thought you did a great job this season. I've always been a, a Hannah Ann fan, and uh, I think uh, uh, – I don't think uh, – I hope people start appreciating uh, – uh, just um, how you approach this season and um, your level-headedness and your ability to, again, like uh, put yourself in the other uh, person's shoes. And that's actually a great thing and not something where, um, uh, you know, just because someone's able to be level-headed doesn't mean they don't care, I guess is what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say. Uh, so, it might mean that they care more to where yeah. they don't like let their emotions get the best of them. Yeah, I think sometimes that can be very mis- easily misunderstood by people. Um, so, um, 
you know, it's, it's, uh, it, I think it's a great quality. I hope you can continue to have that in, in your future relationships, whether it's your friendships or, or with your actor friend. Um, okay, you're stuck on the actor, which is funny. Is it not? Is it wrong? Am I wrong? <laughs> All right. I'm just, I'm just messing with you. Uh, all right, Hannah, and I really appreciate you, uh, uh, you coming on. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks for listening guys. And, uh, I hope, uh, I hope you enjoyed this podcast with Hannah Ann. it's our, our first one doing, um, from my home and doing virtually. So, you know, I, I feel like, I feel like it went pretty well, pretty seamless. Uh, we yeah. always appreciate your guys's patience, uh, as we kind of get through this, uh, together. Uh, I can't emphasize enough that stay inside, practice social distancing, listen to the experts, um, you know, you protect your family and friends and people you've never met in your life. And we'll get through this all together and we will see you next time on Monday. Thank you guys. <laughs>